Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to season six. How are you, Shawnee? I am so excited, Bridget. It's going to be a good season. So that means I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> How you doing? Shawnee, I am so good. I'm so stoked. I just feel like we had such a glorious break. We really appreciate everyone who found the podcast during break, who is listening to back episodes. Uh, guys, our numbers are going up and up, and it's so, so wonderful. So thank you for sharing. Thank you for posting about us. Thank you for rating us. We have a bunch of new five-star ratings. We appreciate you. We couldn't be happier. Oh, my goodness. This is, like, exciting. Finding friends who want to talk romance and smut and happily ever afters. It's the best. Yes. And in this case, a little bit of dungeons, uh, chains and whips chains and, and debauchery <laughs> and lack of consent. Yes, so, because we are headed into dark romance. Yes, we are. Shani, let's let's get this shit popping. Yeah, let's get it popping. Romance at a glance. Uh-huh. Romance at a glance. What'd you say now? Romance at a glance. Go ahead, girl. So the first thing we want to say is a humongous shout out. We got over a hundred book recommendations for season six. And we went through them all, guys. All of them. Some of them we have to say were discounted because they did not have audiobooks. And so we are sorry we could not choose your book. If you wanted one that had no audiobook, we could not choose you. We had to have Fair Shawnee have her audiobooks. I gotta have my audiobooks. I gotta have my books. I gotta, gotta have my stories, you know what I'm saying? I gotta, gotta have, have my stories. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, we weeded through every single one. We read all the reviews. We read all the descriptions. We tried to find a little bit of mafia, a little bit of bully romance, a little bit of just like dark romance, a little bit of MC romance. We tried to really get like little pieces from the whole yes, genre it's, of it's dark. like an you know like an appetizer of dark a yes. little bit of everything a little a, a cornucopia <laughs> if you will <laughs> maybe a smorgasbord you know, <laughs> whatever a little bite you want <laughs> <laughs> and so we wanted to say a quick shout out to our friends on Instagram i know that we are leaving off some of you but we want to thank Literary Loves Books for all of your recommendations Alicia Reads feeling a little bookish <laughs> Kate a dreamer Sarab E. Sakan, Steph's Romance Book Talk, Kelsia Tufty, Sassy Cam 16, Nat Nat Reads, DH underscore AR underscore SH. So put that together and it's Darsh. <laughs> and TW1040700. Let me tell you right now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your recommendations. And as always, though, Romance, a loving librarian, we appreciate you. You always give us such, such good recommendations. Oh, and I have to actually, I, I have to give a shout out also to Tiff. I actually know her uh, from my BDSM uh you know, side. And she gave me a lot of recommendations. Uh, Thank for, you. For books this season. So shout out to you too, Tiff. Yes, guys. This was so fun. I have to say I was titillated as I read all the descriptions. I was excited. Oh, yeah. For myself and for Shawnee. I was excited for you all to hear us talking about it. We've only recorded one book so far. And I have to say, uh, it's all happening. It's all happening this season. And we're excited. We're very excited. I think we start off with a great book to get our season opened up. And I really am excited to see how dark we can go. Yes, because we did... So there were, I have to say, there were two books that were really dark, and I wanted to choose them, but they did not have audiobooks. 
Yeah, that happened quite a bit. There was actually some books that I read the synopsis. I was so excited for it, and they don't have audio. And anybody who listens to the podcast knows my eyes don't track anymore for reading. And Mm -hmm. so it's really hard for me to give any book, well, one, to get through it, but two, to give it like a fighting chance uh, Mm -hmm. during the podcast. So we, I only do audiobooks, and Bridget reads the physical book. Yeah, I have a feeling that our Patreon is going to be popping with me just like aggressively (laughs) reading a lot of books that you couldn't read that were on the list. Um, One of them I remember called Calling the Coroner, I believe was the name. And he basically kidnaps this man and is torturing him in a dungeon. And then they fall in love with each other. And I'm like, you have to stop it. But yes, I would like to watch him be tortured and read about it. I don't know what it says about me, but I'm intrigued. And I will be reading it on Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com forward slash romance at a glance, just be aware that we are going to be dropping a lot of fun content and a lot of extras and behind the scenes. Shani, should we tell them our exciting business news? I feel like we should. We should absolutely tell them. People, people need, to. need to know. They need to know. People need to know. So Shawnee is the post-production guru of our podcast currently, but we have started to roll with steam. And so we have just gotten a agency. I don't know what you would call them, production house. And they are going to edit all the podcasts and sort of like put together the package of the show notes for us to approve, meaning that we can read more books, interview more authors, do more Patreon, in general, guest on more people's other podcasts and like do more collabs and in general, just give you guys more and more great content. More and more and more great content. And this is all thanks to the patrons. They're really helping us out, getting this popping so that we could just do more. And we have so many ideas of what to do. We're going to do too much. That's what we're about to do. About to do too too much much. for y'all. Yes. Very exciting. So if you want to support us and help us as we continue to just talk about amazing books and with amazing authors, patreon.com forward slash romance at a glance. And in February, the month of love, we're having a special discount uh, if you become a patron. So come support us, laugh at all of our deleted shenanigans that don't make the episode um, and a lot of dirty, dirty stuff that also doesn't make the episode because we are not tame whatsoever. No. And if <laughs> even on the podcast itself, we're Explicitly not tame. Explicitly awesome. Explicitly awesome. Also, what's awesome is that February is my month of birth. I was born on February 13th. And so it's also a perk for being my birthday month that we're giving you guys a discount on Patreon. So be on the lookout. It's going to be fun. There will be lots of extra reviews because now that we don't have to do any of the production stuff, we have time for more books, more content for you. So come be our besties. I'm excited for your birthday month. I'm excited for my birthday month too. Thank you for saying birthday month. My husband is trying to convince me that birthdays are like a single day. And I'm like, it's minimally a week of celebrating. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Don't, don't he know? <laughs> don't he know? <laughs> he has now accepted that like semi-accepted that birthday week is a thing. Um, and he does, he does. Last year, he got me a stack of like eight books, all hardcovers. And I was like, oh, oh you know the this? way to my panties. <laughs> I just like the way, you, I just like the way you said hardcover. Hardcovers. Oh, I was like, don't stop. And he came, and he got a gift receipt. And I was like, you one smart motherfucker. Smart. I had to return like four of the books. I already read them, but I was so thrilled. Like he yeah. went to the store had taken pictures of my bookshelves to show a sales associate so they could pick books 
they thought I would like based on what I read. That's really yeah. cool. I like that. That's a hu- that's good, a good husband. Go. Okay, Shani, should we tell the people <laughs> what books we're reading? Uh, yeah, so they can read along and get really nasty and dark with us. Yes. Okay, so the first book we chose was Tears of Tess by Pepper Winters. Recommended oodles of times. Um, we're excited to dip into Pepper. It was her debut novel, which we did not know. Very excited. We also got It Ain't Me, Babe by Tilly Cole. I We had to do Tilly Cole, you guys. Yeah. Had to. She was recommended, I would say, her, Penelope Douglas, probably were recommended the most out of all the authors that we're doing. And we had a bunch of different books that were recommended from her. So we had to kind of weed through and try and figure out which one, A, had audio and also was the right fit. So It Ain't Me, Babe, doing it. It ain't me, babe. Uh, Next, we're doing A Pair of Novellas by Kitty Thomas, Trust Game and Perfection. These sounded good. These sounded good. And I was like, I'm not mad at what's going to happen, hopefully. Yeah. (laughs) Or maybe I'll be mad, but also aroused, which is exactly what I want, Johnny. Exactly. I want to be outraged and yet. And yet. (laughs) And yet. Aroused. And yet. Excited. (laughs) That is my hope for this season. (laughs) I want to be outraged and yet. (laughs) And tingly. Smoking a proverbial cigarette. Mm -hmm. You know, not a real one, obviously, but a proverbial (laughs) Outraged, but if it must be, it must be. (laughs) It must be. (laughs) We are reading Corrupt, Devil's Night Book One by Penelope Douglas. Another huge, huge recommend. Yes. Um, Spoiler, you guys, you recommended it so much and it sounded so good. I already read the entire season, (laughs) series of four plus the novellas and... That's just where I was at over Christmas break. I was like, I need to read them all. And I did. Bridget. Shawnee is just hearing about this for the first time because I didn't tell her. <laughs> what, but, the, what the Spoiler. Fuck, I already read them all. And I'm, I'm going to reread it, though, so it's fresh right before we record. Bridget, you are a monster. <laughs> <laughs> also, spoiler, I liked it because I wouldn't have read them all if I didn't. So, hooray. What, what a good book. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I was picking up what you were putting down. I can't believe you read all of that. <laughs> they were long as fuck, too. They were not oh, short. Oh, shit. All weekend, I was reading, like, on the couch while my children were playing near me. And my husband was like, what are we going to do for lunch? And I was like, not my problem. <laughs> in the, I'm in the middle of a book. This is a good part. I cannot talk to you. And then I would finish it and be like, oh, okay, like, look around. Everything seems okay. No one's, you know, everyone's all alive and fed. Okay, great. And I would just go right into the next book. It was wonderful. Well, I'm uh, looking so forward good. to the next book that's coming up. What is that, Bridge? Pestilence by Laura Thalassa. <laughs> Is that how you would say it? Thalassa? I don't know, but what? Thalassa. T-H-A-L-A-S-S-A. Thalassa. Thalassa. That's what I'm guessing. I'm going to say Thalassa. Um, it's Pestilence, and it's about, it's like a, we almost did this for our, actually for our fantasy season, because yeah. we were like, oh, that sounds awesome. But then it is supposed to be quite dark. So yeah. we decided, let's just throw one dark fantasy up in this season. So, yeah, because it's about like the four horsemen. It's about the four horsemen of the apocalypse. about yeah. one of the four horsemen. Right. Uh, but my argument was that yes. you don't want to put a dark romance in fantasy when people aren't exactly. expecting dark romance. Exactly. 
And, and then we'd have to like trigger warning a fantasy. And it's yeah. just like, it doesn't belong. Yeah. So we put it here. And I'm actually very excited about this because, mm-hmm. I mean, I came from like a Bible thumping family. And mm-hmm. I just, I just like the idea. I mean, it feels Love so sacrilege. Idea. Just off the bat. So sacrilege. So sacrilege. I'm just Love ready it. to be sacrilegious. Yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I am ready to be ravaged by my pestilence, <laughs> the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah, absolutely. Not, yeah, they sound. You know like that I have. You know that I have a weird fantasies about like ghosts and stuff like that. So oh, hell yeah. I mean, I, I went down a rabbit hole on YouTube about people who have been fucked by ghosts or whatever. It's like a real thing, Bridge. No way. Yeah. No, I swear to God, it's like a real thing. I also that's- don't believe. I mean, I don't think that you're going to find this surprising about me as a human being, but I don't believe in real ghosts. So. <laughs> <laughs> I I like the idea of a ghost having sex with me, but I don't actually believe ghosts exist and that it could happen. So, okay, dear listeners, uh, just go on YouTube and type in like, a ghost had sex <laughs> with me, and then go down this rabbit hole because it's amazing. And if you uh, happen to take a substance that really makes you giggle oh, <laughs> while you do it, that's even better. <laughs> So our next book that we're reading is Fear Me by B.B. Reed. And B.B. is new to me. New to me, too. I've never read any B.B. I actually haven't read anything by any of these authors ever. I think that I have. Aside from the fact that I pre-read all of Penelope Douglas's (laughs) books, but um, I haven't read any of the other people. And I'm excited that it's all new people, new authors. I think Fear Me is a great title for a dark romance. That's a great title. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm into it. Um, the next ones we have are The Devil and the Devil's Advocate. They're uh, a duology of sort of short books, longer than a long novella, shorter than a <laughs> traditional book, short books, by Ashley Jade. Um, I mean, again, who does, the devil, the devil's advocate, come on. Yeah. First of also, all. Also, we had, we decided we had to read both because they do, they are the same couple and we didn't want to like end y'all on a... Wait, weird what note. the hell? Yeah, we wanted yeah. to complete the... the and loop. I felt like they were short enough to do it. So They're that short, was, yeah. That's why it made sense. Also, just like tangent, Keanu Reeves in The Devil's Advocate... Can get it. Uh, you, like, Keanu can always get it. You know I love Keanu. <laughs> I love him so much. I almost named... If I had a boy, I would have named my boy Keanu. Like, I love Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Keanu Reeves... <laughs> Unabashedly. The thing, you know the crazy thing about it is like Keanu... Constantine? Is, to me, he's not a good actor. Per se, yes, right? he is. Yes, He's, he is. Listen, I'm going to tell you my argument. You go okay, first, then okay. I'm going to tell you my argument. To me, I think everything he does is Keanu as this, you know, he he doesn't ever embody <laughs> a, a role for me. He's always just Keanu. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm there for <laughs> Keanu as the doctor, Keanu as the samurai, Keanu as mm. the dumbass. Like, that's it. He could get it. Like, he sounds the same delivering every line he ever does. And I don't care. Like, I just want, I want to be the one who heals his soul. You know what I mean? He has that tragic <laughs> past that, that they always clickbait you on. And I'm like, I want to heal past. you, Keanu. I want to be the love of your life. Yeah. Turns out he's been like happily together with a woman for years now. And just like, no one knew about it. I, yeah. Um, that like art lady. I will I say that. that he is actually a good actor. And mm-hmm. here's why. Not only has he inhibited a variety, he's done roles where he has to smile a lot and he has to do like, he's very charming. And he's also done ones where he's like, you know, very sad. And he always, he has a very distinct face. Yeah. He's a very distinct look. And I don't feel like he ever gets away from that. But if you've ever watched an interview with him, 
that man is a great actor because <laughs> acting is being different than who you are. And yeah. he is so strange in real life. <laughs> it's such a strange pattern of speech. Yeah. And he is so different in all, like in the movies, you're like, oh, he's like a normal human being. And he's like, cannot. And then in real life, you're like, what's happening in this interview? Also, he's a great actor, and I hate you. Don't ever say he's bad again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. We the next fight. one we're we'll reading see is fight. <laughs> Pet by Isabella Starling. Pet. Pet is a good name for a dark romance because there's, I mean, there's yes. so many people in BDSM and kink. Obviously, not mm-hmm. exactly the same, but pet is like a thing that mm-hmm. a lot of people like to be called or they like to play mm-hmm. as. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm excited for Pet. Yes. Also, Isabella Starling is a great name. Whether it's a real name or a pen name, great name. It's, that's got to be a pen name. It's just too perfect. Isabella Starling. Starling, yes. darling. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we got next, we have Luca Vitali by Cora Riley. Got to get some mobsters up in our lives. That was a big thing. Like, we were going through the list and we were like, yo, do we got mafia? Like, oh, do we, do we got some mafia? We need mafia. Who's who's doing mafia and who's doing yeah. it well? And uh, thanks to Instagram, because we definitely put, like, the word out that we were looking for mafia, dark romance. And y'all came through. Y'all came through with the snaps. I was actually surprised when we were looking through the mafia that there were so many mafia stories about Italian mobsters. And also, Chicago, shout out to my hometown, Chicago mobsters, not a surprise, obviously, Chicago, Chicago, um, Irish mobsters, but there weren't a lot of Russians. I'm like, where are the Russians? Where are the Russians? Where is the triad? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like, I feel like I needed some... Vladimir, you know, Dimitri. and he's just like, yeah, and he's like, das Vidanya. And you're no. like, oh, shit's going down. Shit's going down. Yeah. Oh, is that Alexi holding me by my throat and choking me? I also just like love like Russian accents. Russia. It's, and it's my the favorite mafia. Russian like Russian also. mafia books are my very favorite. There's also like a ruthlessness that you like expect uh, out of you a know. Russian mafia yeah. that mm-hmm. like that you just don't expect from other ones. Like, Italian yes. doesn't do it for me. Like Irish really doesn't do it for me because I'm sure they're really scary. But in my mind, Irish is just not. <laughs> just, they're like my dad. They're little leprechauns. They're, little, they're just little. They are like Chop people's dad. fingers off and murder them. <laughs> it just doesn't like inspire that. But Who are in a Russian? terrorist war in their own country. That's like the size of. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, but there's yes. something about the Russian mafia that I'm just like, oh, hits oh, the fantasy mark like a hundred percent. The tattoos. Yes. Did you ever see the movie with Viggo Mortensen where he plays the Russian driver slash enforcer? No. Which one oh, is this? It's called Eastern Promises. It's with Naomi Watts. It is so good. Dear listeners, if you haven't watched that movie. Writing it down it right now. is unbelievable me and my roommate watched it and after we watched it we immediately went on the internet and learned how to count from like one to 20 in russian and say all these words and i actually took russian in college because i was like i'm obsessed with the way this language sounds it's incredibly hard to learn their their um parts of speech don't go in the same order as ours and they have like no to beaver which is insane they're just like i student I doctor, I kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, also, we want to give a quick shout out to Cora Riley, who's the author of Luca, and say 
congratulations on your newborn. That's why we put you so late in the season because we saw on Instagram that you had a baby and we're hoping to reach out to you in a few months. Um, once you and the baby have lots of snuggle time and you're like, I want to talk to people about books again. <laughs> and last but not least, we have Love the Sinner by Avril Ashton. Guys, this is the author of the Call the Coroner book that I really wanted to read. Um, but we decided to read a different book because it had audio. I'm excited but for I, this. I'm excited. I'm excited. We have a pretty, I feel like we have a really good rounded out like I think season we too. of authors and whatnot. And I can't wait to talk to these authors as well because there's something, when you talk to a romance author, I feel like, you know, people can only delve so deep into like the darkness of them when you're ha having an interview. But when you interview a dark romance author, I mean, you already mm -hmm. get to start your questions dark as fuck. I mean, you Hell really yeah. get to, you know what I mean? And I like that a lot. Like when we talked to yeah. Katie Roberts, I yeah. liked our talk because she, the stuff yeah. she was writing was just sexy as fuck. You yeah. Know, Same already. with RE. Yeah. yeah. Like off mm -hmm. the bat. And they were very like open and frank mm -hmm. with us. Um, mm -hmm. And so that makes me very, very excited. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 100%. And I think, I, you know, it was really good. We ended mm -hmm. last year with RE mm -hmm. and she does a BDSM consensually, right? So yep. a lot of what we're going to be talking about in dark romance is kind of like the twisted form, what people like to say is BDSM, but is not. It's not safe, right. sane, and consensual. So I'm glad that we got to see a nice example of that before we mm -hmm. go into a season that's absolutely not <laughs> a good example yeah. of that. <laughs> totally. Yeah, please don't take any, like, romance tips from these books. Um well, actually, that's not. I shouldn't say that yet because we don't know. Maybe there are some good parts of some of these, but hopefully not too yes. many because we're here for the dark romance. Yeah. Um, I will say, Shawnee, as I was yeah. reading through the descriptions, as we were, it seems that independent authors, um, and a lot of them unfortunately did not have audiobooks, are writing some real cray-cray dark romance, and they're going dark. Yeah. And so I do worry, even though I feel like we picked a great gambit of books, that there isn't, I mean, maybe there, maybe I'm going to just be lying to myself and there's going to be four or five that I'm like, ding, that book's fucked up. But, um, I feel like, like I wanted to read Sicko by Amal Jones. Like that book got recommended a bunch of times as being like super dark, but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. I think I may read a few of the, a few, I say a few, you guys know I'm going to read a bunch of them, but I think I may read a bunch of the books that we were recommended that we couldn't choose yeah. because they were not on audio and then sort of report back to you on Patreon and tell you the story so that you can get oh, like a little that. glimpse of it. It'll be like I'm the audiobook, but in short, condensed 30-minute <laughs> chunks where I speed talk you through all the sex scenes and I'll read you the most sexy quotes. I love that. I mean, you know I grew up with my sister like literally telling us the books, the books we were not allowed to yes. read. She would just tell us the story. So I'm totally, totally, totally down for that. Also, okay. just as like a on a slightly different topic, there was a lot of books that we didn't read because they were a series and they all followed mm. the same couple. Yes. And in general, I personally am not a fan of a series that follows the same couple for like three books. Like you may be able to get a duology out of me for a couple, but I much prefer that one couple per book. It can be the same world, 
but I don't mm-hmm. want to follow the same couple, mostly because um, in general, I don't find that authors do a really good job of creating issues that break the couple up without making it a dumb issue that sounds, mm. that's very like up, you know, put on. Like yeah. at the very like, last feel- second of the book, they get in a fight over some bullshit, you know? Right. I feel like it only works for me in circumstances where there's outside forces that they're fighting. So like the Archangel series, we follow Raphael, you know, through a bunch of the books. Yeah. But they're not fighting each other constantly. They're not like angsting in creating drama with each other. They're like a united front against a greater evil or whatever. And you know, or like if it was a mafia book, like I would be fine following the same couple if they're like fighting a mafia war against other people. And it's a, but then the book is like not so much a romance as it is like a suspense an novel, adventure, sort of, some sort of adventure. an adventure novel yeah. or something. Um, or maybe it's both. I don't know. It's, it's yeah. definitely tricky. And I agree with you. I don't, you know, I don't like when there's like some stupid bullshit that could be like solved with like a <laughs> one, one sentence communication. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> Wah, wah. <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah. But I do find so, that that's like I'm that's the trend. People are trying to get more page counts on, sure. on Kindle Unlimited or that sort of thing. So they're taking books and expanding. That's why you them. need a group of hot brothers or a group of exactly. really sexy sisters, or you need friends from college and everyone gets together, or you need a pack of wolves and everyone gets a mate. Like <laughs> you just need a group of people in the same world. Because I will say that Corrupt, which is the Devil's Night series, so there's four friends. Each one gets a book. So the, they do feature pretty heavily in, like, the next three books. Yeah. But they're subplot. They're not the A-game plot anymore. Yeah. So they do have some things that, like, happen where you're like, oh, that's, you know, some sort of growing pain or whatever. Yeah. But they're – because they start pretty young. But they're not – um it's not only about them. It's just like, that's a side. That's the way I like it, where you get to see little glimpses of the couples you like. You get to catch them in a sexy moment. You get to like catch up with where they're at in their life, but they're not taking over the story anymore. Exactly. I I, I agree. I agree. Uh, but I'm excited to see what we get into, Bridge. I mean, Shani, we're going to get to know a lot more about each other. I mean, we know a lot, a lot about more. each other, but we're about to go to a whole new level. Let me tell you. <laughs> I do want to say that someone told me recently that they thought that we were childhood friends because we were so close to each other. Oh, that's and awesome. I was like, I was like, that makes me so happy. That for makes- those of you who don't know, we have only known each other for like three years and change, maybe three, three and a half max. Yeah. Max. And we yeah. really only became friends, I would say, two and a half years ago. Yeah. Like good friends. Yeah. Because it was like an awkward time. Like Bridget had a baby right when I met her. She was like, I felt like she was about to pop. Like when I, was I met like eight you. months pregnant. Yeah. I think. But but Bridget and I had this moment where like where we looked at each other when we had just met. We looked mm-hmm. at each other, and you had that look. Like we just mm-hmm. had that look where we knew what each other was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I and got then, you. The silent she, communication. Silent communication. There's just something about. When you can look at someone across the room and you know what each other's thinking, or you have that friend who you absolutely cannot look at when when something It'll really bust out laughing. Wait, oh, you're so, but, yes, there's some moments where I'm just like, I can't, I can't make eye contact right now. Don't look at me. Don't look at don't me. Like me. You know. And then I don't even know exactly how we became friends, but we did, and we started talking romance and shit, and then that was it. Mm-hmm. And I told yeah. Bridget, we're gonna be friends for f- like forever. I'm gonna put more effort into this friendship than I've ever put into any effort. 
like into any friendship in my life. <laughs> I love you too, Shani. I agree. You, you can't agree. quit. You can't. You can't, you can't quit, quit me, me girl. Why can't, can't I quit you? you can't. Because I won't me. let you. I'll hunt you down. The season's getting dark. I will find you. <laughs> Ooh, Bridget, you know how to talk to me, man. <laughs> All right, guys. May your books be your lover. And your, and your best friend. Welcome to the dark side, friends. Oh, yuck, yuck, yuck. Wow. yes, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks for hanging in with us, romance readers. Head over to Instagram to continue chatting with us. We're super friendly. We want to cackle with you. We want to know what your favorite sex scene was. And we need more book recommendations. If you want to read along with us, go to our website, romanceataglance.com, to see what we're reading next. And we'll see you next podcast.